Welcome to the Mad Lab MMA. I'm with the Mad Lab, Michael Iorato. This show is brought to you by the Mayo Media Network. If you're not a subscriber, subscribe, like, comment, hit the bell notification, do all that shit right now. Everything. Bro, you cannot stop hitting the fucking table every episode. I can't help it. All right? Let's talk about last Let's talk week. about... Let's talk about you dragging me into your fucking office and showing me kangaroos fighting. Let's talk They're about fucking that. vicious. Get the fuck out of here. I watch <laughs> Animal Fight Night is the best fucking show, okay? And the tort... Did you know that the kangaroo's tail is actually their spine? Yeah, yeah, that I do know. All the way to the end. So then they go up when they kick... They, they plant their tail down and they go up in the air and they fucking kick with the force. This fucking Hold on. There's another thing too you didn't know about kangaroos, did you? So the way it works is that there's one kangaroo. I forgot what they call him. There's a name for him. He's like the king kangaroo, right? And you're the king of the kangaroos. You get all, all the girls, all the food. It's like you're, fuck, you're like the Hugh Hefner of kangaroos and nobody could fuck with you. If someone wants to be the king. They have to challenge you. You got to go fight you. And he got and a guy and like the one I was watching, this guy was he was big. He looked like Nagano, dude. <laughs> he looked like he looked like a fucking kangaroo Nagano. You know what I mean? And then someone came along to challenge him, and he fucked him up, dude. He would not give up the fucking throne. I forgot what the there's a name for those guys. This guy literally, it's like this guy goes to bed at like fucking before, as soon as the sun starts dropping, he's in bed. Hey, hey, so God forbid you. I have a <laughs> if I have like Let an emergency, I ain't you can't get a hold of him. <laughs> he sends me a message at like nine thirty. <laughs> night with kangaroos fighting and he's dictating narrating the whole thing no, about double see if, under let's see if they can see this hold on those are lizards this is what he sends me I'm watching this with my wife Who's the underdog? <laughs> Full mouth. <laughs> that was two lizards fighting in the So that's what he river. sends me at like 10 o'clock at night when he the kid goes to bed at like That was the seven. same show with the kangaroos. Kangaroos, I tell you, like you asked me before, would you rather be in front of a kangaroo or what, a panther? No, a kangaroo or like a fucking lion. I mean, or I'm, how about like a, a school of jackals? A school of jackals? Yeah. Or, or hyenas. Jack or hyenas. Ooh, hyenas are vicious too. Get the know. fuck out of your kangaroo, you fucking kangaroo. A kangaroo will fuck you up, dude. I'm a telling kangaroo. you right now. Look at the guy that fought the kangaroo on the video. For, he they, punched him once in the face and he just backed up. The fucking up. kangaroo's got fast, fast hands. You gotta come underneath and do a level change right quick. on the hips. Dude, and they, they're quick. They're quick with the, with that tail leg combo. Sweep the tail. <laughs> Sweep the tail. It's gonna be a new shirt. All right, let's talk about last week, okay? Um, Nunez, of course. Forget I mean, it. Was... She's just ridiculous. Uh, we went four and two on the bets for the night. Um, the fucking Adesanya fucked us though, because that would have made it five and one, and we had a union. Let's and talk a half about the it. scoring though. Where were there all these ten eight rounds given? I, I don't get it. We Dana, do got it. We do have to, guys. This might be a little longer because we're going to talk. Did about you see the what Dana, Dana White said, said about it? He says ridiculous. Yeah, and that's that's good that he said that. Yeah. Like, that's fucking. Well, he and has no control over that, dude. He's right though. A 10-8 round should means that you got fucking destroyed Dominate. the whole Back round. Back in the day, 10-8 rounds, dude. It was almost the stoppage of a fight. I don't know. You're right. Uh, How the fuck did they give two? Right? 
Two, yeah, two ten eight rounds. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was crazy. Ridiculous, but uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I know you said a, you said somebody said you, they thought that Adesanya won the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I mean I, don't, I think yeah. Bohovic won the fight. I think Bohovic. I, I think Bohovic won, but I think the the the, this, the third round could have been a little bit of a swing round. I thought that the fifth round. Uh, who he, was it? If who he said, just oh, would have got up, Kenny Florian was. If he that. just would have got up, he was winning the round. The, the fifth round, not Asanya. Yeah, but that was a beautiful level change. Yeah, I know. You know, so he fought smart. But more importantly, Blahovich fought. Let's good. talk. Let's talk about the Aljamain Sterling thing before we dive into this. Jan would have won that fight. Okay, well, this is the way you got to look at it. I'm I, like, I tried to stay off Twitter and I tried to keep my my senses to myself. But when you have so many people that just don't understand the game and don't understand you know, what's involved, I got to chime in and I got to jump in. So if one of you guys were maybe one of the people that I went in on and it is what it is. I didn't go in on anybody. I just kind of corrected people. You guys got to understand a lot of the things out there people were saying, all right, well, look, it's fine that he got the uh, the, the win because it was an, an illegal, intentional legal blows, but he shouldn't get the belt. So you guys got to understand that's not the way fighting works. There's not many rules in fighting. Don't bite the guy. Don't kick the guy when he's down. You used to be able to bicycle kick and shit. You can't do that anymore. There's not many rules. Don't grab the fence. There's, there's, there's rules that, as a champion, you have to know. Period. Fucking end. You guys got to know it. Okay, when you have a kick like that, now say Sterling was up three rounds to one. And he gets fucking kneed in the head. But they're all close rounds. It's a close fight. Or it's 2-2 going into the fifth round. Or it's 3-1 Sterling. And he gets fucking clipped like that. So what are you going to do? You're not going to give him the belt because it was a disqualification? He fought that fight. He was winning that fight. And you're not going to give him the belt? You can't have it both ways. Oh, so if you lose the fight in a championship fight, you lose the fucking belt. You know what? That's all there is to it. You make a great point. You know why? Because let's say that you didn't lose the belt on the DQ. You're in a five-round fight. You're the champ. You're down four runs, four You'll rounds. You'll do it again. Up. Why won't you knee him in the head? Yeah, to get no, out of it. To get out of it get and knowing you're going to keep the belt. Like, and not only that. That alone. You guys, for the people who don't, I'm going to bring it down a little fucking uh, physiology lane here. You know, when you guys are talking about, like, I, I see people that are actually, like, are supposed to be giving out advice on this shit that we're talking out of their ass. You know, when you get need like that people who said that he was faking it you got to understand from a completely different fucking perspective forget about in the moment okay forget about in the moment it takes 1200 pounds of pressure to crack the human skull okay that's what they say it takes about 1200 pounds of pressure to crack the human skull okay but if you look at where the knee was placed it was placed on the so softest spot of the head which is right around the temple area it's the softest sp a spot on your fucking head that was a clean knee. Now, it's not what's going on in the moment. It's not, okay, well, can you get up and can you fight? You have no idea if there's any kind of internal bleeding going on. You don't know if his brain's going to swell. You don't know any of these fucking things that are going to fucking happen. The, the, the problem with that whole situation was the ref didn't just fucking stop it. Immediately. There shouldn't have been even a question. To and it wasn't even like it was a... It was a vicious knee. It was knee. a vicious knee. It was like fucking like It was bad. a vicious knee. He was holding his head down. Vicious knee to the head. So you guys got to look at it this way. You know, think about when you, if you got, if you ever got into a street fight, if you have, and you ever get punched in the face, you wake, you know, you go to bed, you're bruised up, but when you wake up the next day, your fucking face is like this. It's happened to me where I can't even open my eyes fucking open. 
think about your brain. You you have no idea what's going to happen two hours, three hours, four hours from the time that that strike happened. You don't know if something could have snapped. You don't know if fucking his brain is going into bad swelling, water around the brain. That's a crucial moment to take him out of there and make sure that his brain is functioning properly. Everything is functioning properly. So for you guys who are saying he's fucking faking it, you guys are out of your out of your birds. And 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 it's 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 mind blowing to me that you would rather put someone's health at risk just to see another round or another two rounds. In a fight that I had him losing, you know what I mean? But the fact of the matter is, if they took one point away, if they took one point away... Which they would have. They would have. The fact of the matter is, one judge had Aljamain Sterling up Around. in that fight. Yep. So, okay, so that... If, if he would have taken his five-minute break or ten... Whatever they were giving him, whatever, and he comes back in the next round, and somehow he gets a second win... Then the winner the fifth up, round. He ends won. up winning that fifth round. No, it would have been a majority draw. Yeah, majority. It would have been a majority. If, if Aljo would have won the fifth round, it would have been a majority draw. It would have been, it would have been two draws. He would have, and he would have been up on the other card. Yeah, so it would have been a majority draw. Yeah, majority draw. I mean, it would have been a majority draw. So, but w w for what reason? For what fucking reason? So the, the I wouldn't have got up. The person that's <laughs> to, the person that's to blame here is the fucking ref and the doctor. There should have been no. Can you go on? Can you go on? First of all, you don't have no idea how concussed he is. You don't even know if he knows what the fuck he is. He says, you know, it feels better when I'm laying down. Or like, you know what? You're right. You know why you're right? Because if they would have stopped the fight right away. There would have been no drama. No one would have said nothing. No. Why should it be that dude's decision? Yeah. It after, should not. Yeah, none of this talk would have even happened. Exactly. If you if you literally just stopped the fight right there, none of you guys would be saying anything. Nobody would be saying and anything. And it should have been taken out of his, his hands. There would be no way that a, a downed opponent, an injured fighter... Uh, who who is on clear queer street should be able to make that fucking decision. So like where you guys think this is fake and where it's a you got to protect your fighter. I mean at the end of the day you got to protect your fighter. And if I was in the corner of him and that happened to him, I'm personally I don't give a fuck if he screams at me night and day. I'm, the towel. I'm not letting him fight. Yeah, I'm not letting him fight. His corner should have just thrown the towel right away. Yeah, well I think Joe Longo. I think everybody thought that they were going to just stop it. I mean that's what you do. I couldn't believe it. I, I was shocked, dude. I was shocked. I tell you what, Jan looked good. He he did look. He looked. I'll he tell was you, coming on. He was coming. He, he was saved coming his on. tank. He smart. He fought yeah. smart. Well, we said it when we were watching. We're like round one. He put like, Sterling was throwing so much out there. I know. And I was he like, didn't look like himself. He well, I'm not gonna buy into this either. But he did say in an interview that when he was warming up, he didn't feel he felt very off. Listen, bro. He looked, I, I don't buy it. Though. He looked like Paulie Malinacci. Yeah, what? Well, that's a good point he brought up. He, he said looked that like Paulie Malinacci, fucking pillow, fucking punches, barely fucking even just tapping him. To, he looked like Paulie Malinacci. But, but here's the dangerous part now. The magic man, Paulie Malinacci. Here's the dangerous part now. Now you got to remember that Jan knows. All right, well, this is what he is. I'm gonna. This is where I'm gonna fight him. Alderman Sterling now has been in there with him. He he can make the adjustments. So that's where it's going to get interesting. I don't think so. I, I'm, I know I right think. afterwards you said that to me. Like, hey, you know what? If they fight again and, and Alderman's a big dog, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think Jan will fucking walk him down this time. I, we'll see. I don't think he's got the power right, we'll to see. go to go with him. I, I just don't. like. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. His takedown attempts were fucking horrendous. He was... He, what were, was he? A, a one for twelve? Yeah, they were. They were pretty. Bad. See how bad they were? Yeah, they were bad. They were so. Yeah, like he was I saw him coming. He was getting taken down. It was fucking terrible, yeah, was dude. And then but he was winning the fight. Uh, and he then, was winning the fight up. Uh, he was. I mean, he won. He won the first couple rounds. Dude, like first couple rounds. And then we had the pro, we had prize picks, right? We got two out of the three right for prize picks. And then the one we lost <laughs> was the under on Jan. Because he defended 16 takedowns and he got like five points for every right. takedown. Well, any, any way you slice it. 
any way you slice it, up until one of those rounds, it was a pretty close fight. I mean, I'm gonna give, I'm giving Yanni. It was only a close fight because was Aljo was touching him enough to have the volume, right. but those those shots were doing nothing. They were doing nothing. Doing nothing. 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 But Malinacci. <laughs> Let's talk about this week, all right? We got big main event. This is a sleeper card, by the way. We've talked about this many times. There's actually a lot of good fights on this card, including the main event. Uh, Leon Edwards and uh, Bilal. Say my name. What is it? Say my name. Remember the Remember name. Remember the name, Muhammad. I, mean, I love that guy. I, I do. I this like is him. a guy who fought. Guys, this is a guy who actually he fought during Ramadan uh, in one of his fights where he was like fasted to the bone. And he, he, he still fought. I mean, this dude is game. They're both 18 and 3, identical records. Uh, Edwards has uh, his last loss was to Kamara Usman. Nothing to cry about there. Uh, so notable wins RDA, uh, Cowboy, uh, Barbarena's tough guy, Vincente Luque. Um, Bilal actually lost to Luque, lost to Neil, Jeff Neal. Some good wins, Means, uh, Lyman Good, uh, Sato, or Sato, however the fuck you say his name. Um, tough fight over here, man. Edwards hasn't fought for almost two years not his fault not his fault but i don't know if you but he's been in camp i don't know if you fights. believe in and cage rust well, no, or whatever you want to call yeah, it but he's been in camp yeah i know i know but he hasn't fought in live no, action two years uh Bilal looked great last time out i'm going to defer to you here you know edwards i've only seen fight a couple of times i just really started getting into mma a couple of years ago so i don't i haven't seen the older leon edwards i've watched the last three muhammad fights i like him you really talk high about edwards though all the time yeah well i think he's the most underrated fighter in fact when he was supposed to fight uh cosma jamaib i was going to pick Edwards. you were going to pick edwards Absolutely. the whole time and yeah. that is and i so, still will if he fought cosma if he fought cosma uh, with that, what do you think about Bilal over here I think I think Bilal's a different animal. I think the thing with, you know, Chimaev, if they fought, was this guy comes in with a reckless abandon, and if he doesn't get what he wants, you have no idea how Chimaev's going to act. You don't know if he's going to be able to stand there and he's going to be able to tie things together and stay with Edwards, or is he going to continue to go to the well and try to take him down? My philosophy and my outlook on Chimaev is this is a guy who will continue to go to the well and try to take you down. But that's one path where, you know, Leon Edwards has a multitude of ways that he can win a fight. He's so underrated. He's the most underrated guy in the UFC. Second might be Bilal Muhammad. This is a fight where somebody is not going to be in the darkness anymore. Uh, they can't be denied after this. Uh, I, I, I have a problem with the line here. That I'll tell you guys. I have a very big problem with the line here. I think uh, Bilal is extremely durable. He's got a pace for days. This is a guy who can go five rounds very easily. Um, he's got, you know, uh, good grappling, good takedowns, decent striking. The only problem I think... But he's only got... He's never gone five rounds. He never had to. But he's got... He's, to, he's never been in a main he's event. he's got the tank to do it. The last 10 have I mean, this guy barely fights. sweats after a three-round fight. He looks I mean, like he has crazy. the tank. Yeah, he definitely has the tank. So he's got great conditioning. Uh, my problem with him is he's very, very hittable. Um, Bilal is very hittable. I mean, if, if you're a stat guy, you could just look at the stats. You know, he, he takes just about as much as he gives. Um, you know, he can be very calculated at times, uh, and if he's losing on his feet, that's when he's going to go low and he's going to try to, you know, wrench you against the cage and take you down. You know, and, and that works to an extent, you know what I mean? But when you got a guy like Leon Edwards, this is a guy who is super athletic. He's got a, you know, probably not as good as conditioning as Bilal, I'll say that. But he's been to the he's been to the five rounds. He's seen he's seen that deep order before. He's fought a much higher level of competition, and he's won most and lost a couple. 
you know, um, his the one problem that a lot of people did have with him was his takedown defense. And once you were able to get him down, you were able to kind of secure him there and maybe control the top. He's kind of fixed that since then. I mean, like if you really watched, you know, his past couple of fights in the past couple of years, he's been getting much better at that. And this is a guy who actually will turn the grappling against you. Uh, he did it against Gunnar Nelson. You know, Gunnar Nelson is a extremely high pedigree grappler. I actually went to Iceland uh, and I trained at Molgenar where Gunnar Nelson tra trains. And this is a guy who will blow your mind when you see him grappling. I've got to watch him grapple live and it, it's insane to see this guy roll. And Leon Edwards was able to keep up with him and put him in some really bad, bad fucking spots. So this is a guy who's just continuing to evolve, evolve and he knows that this is his opportunity. This is where it's gonna. This is where it's gonna happen on this card. Even though it's a fight night card, you know what I mean. It's still a main event spot for him against a super super tough guy. He's who been dying to get in this spot. Dying, and and this is where Bilal knows the same thing. Like this is his opportunity. So both of these guys can't be denied. After this fight is won or lost, whoever wins this fight is not going to be denied a serious conversation top about five title fight, about where about, fight. about where they are. You know so. I just think it's Leon's time. Like, I, I think Bilal's super good. I think it's going to be a great fight. I, I don't even know if somebody's going to finish somebody here. I think it's going to be, it might be just a very tac tactical fight. You know, they're both going to have their spots. I, I just think Edwards is a guy who is just going to be a little bit sharper, a little bit more, you know, balanced with his approach. Um, and I think he's going to be able to win this one. But, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a really, really, this is a fight where I was torn on for a couple of days. Minus 260, Edwards. What do you think about that? For my money, I would if if I had to bet this fight, which I'm not going to because I'm picking Edwards, it'd be a dog or pass situation for me. Plus two twenty five, Bilal. I thought the line was a little high too. A lot of res they're giving him a lot of respect because he's very good. Like he's very good, man. I mean, this guys don't sleep on Leon Edwards. There's guys out there who who silently don't want to fight this guy. You know what I mean? They well, how do you see it playing out? You know, I think it's going to be really predicated on how how dedicated Bilal's going to be to... Bilal goes the distance almost every fight. I think, it, I think out of his yeah. 18 wins, like 12 or 13 yeah, he, by decision. he's a decision rider, but he wants to grind. So it really is all predicated on, is Bilal going to fucking tear a page out of the wrestling handbook and literally just try to grind him against the cage and take him down and take him down? Or is he going to start, try and stand and trade with him? If he tries and stands and trade with Leon, I think it's going to be competitive... But I think what's going to happen is he's going to go to the well. He's going to try to take him down. I think Leon's athletic enough to get up, put him in some bad spots. And it's just going to continue going down, and, and it's going to end up on the feet at some point where the majority of the fight, I think, is going to stay there. And I just think Leon is a little more cut and dry on the feet, a little sharper, a little faster. You know, Bilal is very good, but he's really, you know, in and out. He's going to just move forward. He's going to hit you with those fundamental combinations that are very, very, um, you know, uh, they work, you know. But when you know you're fighting Bilal Muhammad, he doesn't hit like a truck. So you, you can take a little bit of a chance sometimes and move forward with him and move against him because chances of him knocking you out aren't great statistically. You know, um, so I, I just think that's going to I think it's going to be, you know, against the grain, on the grain, against the grain. They're going to be moving each other back and forth. I just think Leon's going to be able to dictate terms a little more. All right. So we're going to pass on the bet a little too much. Uh little too much to, to lay on there. Minus 260. We are picking Edwards to win. Uh, DraftKings. Interesting. Edwards 9K. Bilal 7,200. Edwards, only one time out of his last 10 has he scored 100. And Bilal, zero out of the last 10 has he scored 100. What do you think about that? 
Well, you got to remember that these are guys that are, are, are going to ride the decision. You know, these are guys who, who you know, if, they, if they're going to win inside the distance, it's never going to be in the first round. It's never going to be in the second round. They do it on, on that their, their volume and their, their tactical skill. So Edwards, even in his two victories that were five-round fights, he didn't score 100. Yeah, so this is a fight where, like, you guys who are actually watching this are people who are very much into, you know, MMA. Um, you know, you're going to have the casuals and stuff. They're going to be jumping on this fight. They're going to be jumping on it, jumping, because it's the main event. Everybody thinks that you got to play the main event. You don't have to. Um, I haven't done my hedge weight on this yet, um, but I can tell you that this is a fight that you do not really need um, in, in the main event. I would, I would say that you have it in some spots just for the mere fact that you don't know if they're going to come out and match each other with volume. They both have good conditioning. They could be trying to make a point. You know, it's a main event spot. They want to really brand it in that, you know, the, you know I'm here. Um, so they're going to bring it. But at the end of the day, your, your tactical skills and the way you usually fight, your instincts are going to take over. And if you're a labored fighter, you're going to eventually go back into that pocket and be a labored fighter. And both of these guys aren't guys that are just going to charge the, the fucking gates and, and, and go for the finish right away. They're going to do it on, on, on pace and balance. So you don't need it. You know, I don't think you need it. I think you should have it, but I would definitely taper it back. Yeah. Unlike other main events. I mean, Bilal at 7200, obviously if he wins, he's going to cover. He, yeah. Exactly. Right. Like I think all the way around, it's it's more of a dog or pass situation. Right. Okay. So, uh, you know, using our ten lineup strategy, if uh, you know, if you put him in, if you had to put him in ten lineups, all of them, what would you do? You I didn't do my hedge weight right? yet. I mean, you'd probably be pretty cool. You'd probably be a five five or six four on this. No, no, but I'm not. I wouldn't put him in all ten lineups. Okay, yeah, 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 you're right. You, you said that you wouldn't do that. But I'd be very balanced because, it, listen, guys, it's not all, always about who you pick to win. I'm going to bet you, you end up going about 3-3. Three, three. It, it goes by price. You know, it goes by price. So if you think the guy's going to win, you're going to have a couple shekels of him. Yeah. But if you think the guy's close and he's got very good value, that brings him up and brings the other guy down a little bit. DFS is very, very different. You know, so what the fuck did you just fart? No. Oh. This guy farted in the gym today. He ate cauliflower. It was the fucking dude. And I got a weak gag reflex, dude. I'll fucking start I cleared out the area. I needed some breathing room with the COVID, with the masks. Fuck, dude. Um, So, yeah, I I mean, it's not a fight that you you need. I would have some of it, though, because, like I said, you don't know how these fights are going to shake out. I mean, what do you think? I would would be a couple Bilal, a couple Leon, even. If I'm setting 10 lineups, I'm putting three Leon somewhere. I'm putting three Muhammad somewhere. And then the other ones, I'm probably going to fade them. Yeah. Yeah, it's too close. Yeah. And just looking at the numbers and looking at, they don't fucking score. They have a history of not scoring. Well, from what I looked at on this card, though, there isn't a lot. A t- there isn't a ton of finishing upside. Okay. On the card on its entirety, there's a lot of fights that I could see going decision. All right, interesting card, sleeper card, some good fights on this card. Um, well, that's it. Yep. We'll see you next week. All right. Good luck, guys. Peace.